everyone. Welcome to the Divine Messages podcast. My name is T. I am sitting here together with Karina, psychic medium and Reiki master from Calgary, Alberta. Karina, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. All of our podcasts can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And you guys, can you please follow our new YouTube page um, called The Divine Messages Podcast? Give us a, I don't know, I feel like one of my kids' YouTube channel thingies that they watch. Like, give (laughs) us a big thumbs up. Hey? Okay. (laughs) Anyways. So, Karina. Like what we, you know, kind of uh, talked about last week, but tonight we have an important one, don't we? (laughs) We sure do. Every week is so important, but actually it really is. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We all know. We just love hearing you say it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, tonight we're talking about empaths. Now, um, Karina has touched a lot on empaths in um, several different of our episodes. So tonight we're actually going to have Karina explain to us what they are so um Karina again Mm -hmm. you have uh in some of our other episodes you've explained that you are an empath and um maybe tell us what it is what's an empath sure okay so an empath is someone who is highly aware of their emotions of those around them but to the point of feeling the emotions of those people so you actually take on that energy of others and most empaths see the world in a completely different way than other people do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean by saying that it's like we actually don't just feel the emotions of others we actually can feel their physical pain too we can um, often tell other people's intentions or where they're coming from like we have such a deeper knowing of other people Mm mm-hmm and pick up on their stuff. Do you suppose there's different um, levels of that? I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you being a healer, we know that you're an empath. So do you think most healers are empaths? I would say yes. And the reason I would say that is because as healers, we have this feeling like with this, this, purpose to help others and when we reach out to others and want to help them in that way it's because we can feel their deep emotions their physical pain their um their stress their worries we can feel it and as healers all we want to do is like fix them Mm -hmm. (laughs) we want to help them because we can't stand seeing or feeling anyone else in pain or struggling that's right hmm okay um well can you give us more? Like, what, let's t- tell me about this. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, how about we do this? There are certain traits um, of an empath. So I'm going to go through, I have 12 traits that I would like to talk about that um, would explain what a real empath is. So do you want to do that? Yeah. And so uh, someone would have to have all 12 of these traits or just some? Of Not necessarily. Things? I would say, you know, a few of them at least. Um, so not everybody's going to have exact, you know, all 12, um, because we all feel things in different ways. And sometimes people, um, can be a little bit numb to some of those traits or maybe not as aware. And so they might disregard some of these. So, yeah, Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So let's start with number one. Um, so as I had said that like empaths take on other people's emotions as their own. So no matter, you know, what someone, if someone else is near you and whatever they're feeling, even if they aren't showing what they're feeling, we can actually pick up what it is no matter what. So let's just say someone um, just had a major fight with someone and they've got this happy, smiley face on. I can actually feel and sense that they are struggling, that they're upset, that they had been, even if their makeup was perfect, I can already tell if someone has been crying half an hour before. So we pick up that emotion, right? We feel it on a deep level without them even knowing. And, you know, the problem with that is sometimes as empaths, we can absorb that energy without even knowing that we're doing so. It's because we can actually see if that makes sense sense right like we can see we can feel we can know that someone's struggling and if we're not protected which we'll talk about later we can actually absorb all of those emotions from other people Mm -hmm. and we become like this sponge because we want to take it from them we don't want to see them struggle yes so that's like one of the traits is sensing other people's emotions right Mm -hmm. so that was number one number two um sometimes um we can experience sudden emotions that can be extremely overwhelming especially like when we're out in public so you may pick up on multiple people multiple people's energy when you're out in public with let's say you go to a mall okay you could I could go out for example this is years ago I would be so excited to go shopping because I love going to a mall and I get to the mall and I'm there, I'm shopping and I'm having a good time. But then by the time I leave, I feel like I could sleep for days. I'm sometimes emotional. I can be anxious. I can be depressed. I can have all these heavy emotions and irritated, irritated. Yes, of course. (laughs) And it's because, and no one did anything to you. It's just that energy that's just built up because you're picking up on everybody else's crap really Mm -hmm. and if you're you know so years ago that would happen to me where I would come home and I'd be spent well now I can go out and go do my thing come home and I still have my perky energy because I've protected I don't feel like I'm taking on anybody's stuff anymore which is something that I really want to teach tonight with this podcast you know yeah that's been gotta say this what you're going to teach us tonight is mm-hmm. probably the thing that I want to yeah I can't say that but one of the things that I value most about like getting to work with you and learning from you so guys buckle up this is cool okay <laughs> I think it's once again so important <laughs> but I yes. really do because everybody that they're you know walking around and not necessarily understanding that they are an empath and this is where they're heaviness is coming from and anxiety and depression and all that stuff it comes from somewhere right Right. so that's why I really wanted to talk about this tonight perfect okay so number three yes and I do want to say this back here like so yes one of the reasons that I really think that everyone needs to know about empaths and how to manage their energy better is because You know, when you are out, let's just say again, if we are out in public and stuff, all you want to do as an empath is get back to your safe place, right? Because 
you're dying to get home and get where you just feel like you're comfortable. And that way, you know, you, you just feel like you can handle the energy better. But, you know, unfortunately, you do get home and next thing you know, you're ridden with anxiety or depression and panic attacks. And you're like, what the heck is wrong with me? So mm. I think it's really, yeah, amazing that we're talking about this tonight. Okay. Number three. Number three. The vibe in a room means everything to you as an empath. And yes. what I mean by that is, right, because I know what you, you understand that very clearly. Yes. An empath can be extremely sensitive to the, like, the feel of the room and the surroundings. So when it's a peaceful and calm energy, they are perfectly in their element. Like, I feel wonderful when I walk into, like, a place that feels safe and comfortable. I am in my element. I feel like I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. That could be for me, which is um, nature, a quiet room, like my healing room, my house, because I love being at home. And also, though, like chaotic or depressing environments will suck the energy right out of an empath. So that could be an airport, which um, has very high energy, um, malls, concerts bars anywhere that's like got very high energy or negative energy as an empath if you aren't protected you are going to be sucked dry it's like putting a dry sponge onto a wet surface and all that water goes right sucks it right in same thing with an empath number four empaths understand where people are coming from so by this i mean they're able to intuitively sense that someone is like trying to express something that the person can't even get out. So do you know what I mean by that? We know what they're struggling with, even though they may not know, or they may not want to say it, we can still pick that up. So empathy... Yeah, that works for us all the time when I'm like, because and and you say, yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. Good. Because I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) So empathy is all about understanding and connecting with others. Right. And that is what it means to sense where people are coming from. And so, yeah, again, you know, I know we pick up on things that people aren't even saying. Right. You walk into a room and you go, ooh, that person's had a really tough day. Well, they could have their back to you. I can sense that right away if someone's had a terrible day. Mm. Or they've, mm. like I said, been crying or fighting. I can always sense what's going on at all times. Number five, as an empath, people turn to you for advice. And I know you're going to laugh about this because I know it's true. Friends, family, even strangers, they seek you out for advice, support, and also encouragement. And somehow we do have the right words. And that isn't necessarily coming from us. That's just us channeling. You know what I mean by that. We've talked about this like a couple weeks ago about people coming to us for advice and we go, I don't even know what I said to them because we're just channeling. Right. And they do say that empaths are the best listeners. They patiently wait for the other person to pour their hearts out. And then we give them advice that comes from, I want to say nowhere, but it's not nowhere. It is actually our spirit team. It's from the other side. Somehow we wait for them to get all that stuff off their chest and we just know what to say to them. 
we just know because we're listening to our spirit teams and we're giving advice that is wonderful advice because after the fact, I bet you could probably say the same. We're like, what the heck did I just say? I don't even know what I told that person. But yet they walk away feeling amazing. And you go, okay, job done. Right. Good. Um, I also want to say this too, though, about being a good listener as an empath. It does take an incredible amount of energy to be the listener and give advice. And unfortunately, some people can take advantage of that and always want to take, right, and deplete, try to deplete you of your energy. And um, I know they don't mean to do it intentionally, but it becomes, how do I say this, like, they love your advice. And so they want it all the time, where mm-hmm. it can't always be like that. Because then that makes means that they're not thinking for themselves. Right. Hmm. Number six, violent or tragic events on TV can completely incapacitate you. And that is so true in my life because I cannot watch the news. I hate um, the news. Yeah. Well, it brings you down because you can feel the energy of all the negative stuff that's out there. You pick yeah. it up. You feel it. It's heavy. Um, I know even for my kids and myself, when we're watching TV, I always pause the commercials because, you know, especially at nighttime, there's a lot of commercials for like movie trailers for horror films and stuff. I can't even see a clip of it. Now, I know it's fictional, but it doesn't matter. There's still an energy behind it that's heavy and dark and I can't watch it. It just makes me cringe, cringe. So I fast forward that stuff. My family knows that we never have the news on in our house because it almost creates a sense of fear, too, of things that we can't control. So why put ourselves in that predicament? Why would we want to do that, especially as empaths? It's best to not. It's not that I want to live in a bubble. And I don't suggest empaths live in a bubble like that, where they're completely unaware of the events in the world. But if it's if you're not protected why would you want to, I guess, watch that stuff and and feel even worse after? It's not it's not helpful. Right. Okay. So number seven, number seven is empaths love animals, pets, and babies. And I'm one of those people because I, first of all, love every single child, baby that comes in my path. And I also grew up on a farm. So to me, I spent all of my time with the animals out in the barn. And I find that animals, babies are so pure. They're so light in their energy. They don't have heavy egos. They don't have impurities that um, are created. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when I am around them, I find that I just, I'm so drawn to them, but they're also really drawn back to me as an empath, as a healer. Kids, when I go to the school to volunteer, all the kids come running at me, Mrs. Rattan, Mrs. Rattan, and they're hugging me. And you can see all the parents looking at me like, what in the hell is wrong with this lady? She's got candy. You know, exactly. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with her? Then I see the looks. I'm telling you right now, I get a lot of looks from people, but it's because I go in there and they sense a safe and they they sense a safe energy is what they feel. And so they are drawn to that energy because I 
in my aura when I'm there and I'm, you know, going to volunteer, I'm also putting off healing energy because that's part of my job. But I'm pushing off nice, beautiful healing energy around them and they feel it and they gravitate towards it. And it's like they're so drawn to it because it feels comfortable, safe, protected. And so, yeah, I look like the crazy mom at the school with all these children surrounding me. But it's not me. It's the energy they feel. Right. No. I know. Very cool. So number eight, empaths can feel physical illnesses as well. They can feel the sensations, like the physical sensations, in their own bodies. So this can sometimes feel really overwhelming, um, but it does make empaths great caregivers and healers because they know exactly what the person needs to feel better, right? So for me, even as a healer, when I'm in a session, or let's not even say a session, if I'm out somewhere and all of a sudden I look and I can feel someone's having... um, physical stomach symptoms right like their stomach feels sick I can just feel it but sometimes the problem is I feel it in my own stomach Mm -hmm. and until I acknowledge it with that person that's it won't go away until I do (laughs) so I have to say to someone you're not feeling good today you know or you haven't and they'll say oh my stomach's hurting or whatever and as soon as they say that the feeling for me is gone but that's how we can feel it as healers we feel the physical symptoms of what the other is experiencing and then when they do acknowledge it it is gone but it's there to help us understand what the other person is going through right cool number nine empaths can be easily overwhelmed in romantic relationships which may Mm. sound a bit shocking but think about this as an empath you can literally feel the mood that the person that your partner is experiencing. So that could be irritation. It could be anger. It can be frustration. It can be love. It can be anything. So with a partnership, it's a wonderful thing in a way, but it's also not so great. And the reason I say that is because we can always tell if our partners are lying. (laughs) So, yeah, and then Little we call buggers. them out on it. Yeah, and then we call them out on it, and they're, you know, not that Nick ever lies. Let's cut that out there. <laughs> but honestly, like, you can really feel when your partner is withholding information or not feeling so good or, or they're holding something back from you. As an empath, you can pick that up. And it's really, really important for empaths that have a partner that does respect their boundaries because as empaths we can also be people pleasers and say yes to everything and forget about ourselves and it's really important for empaths to have alone time and to really have set boundaries and being with a partner that respects that and understands that is really really important for an empath and maybe people just need to voice that more I need quiet time I need downtime and you go do what you need to do but this is what works for me Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I I know for myself, there's times when I just I need my recharge time and I just want to be by myself. Like there's times when the kids are finally asleep at nighttime and my husband will like come downstairs and say, "Okay, I'm going to bed. Don't you want the TV on or something or don't you want like no, no, I just I don't want anything. I want nothing. Just just go to bed, will you? Just kidding. (laughs) But yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's I, alone I time. Totally it's like that. that. It's that recharge time that we need where there's no distraction. There's, like you said, TV sometimes is a distraction. And I am one of those people that will have no music and no TV on in the house. I love it to be quiet because yeah. I just need to be in my own energy and just recharge the battery. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Well, and I think as um, moms, firstly, mm-hmm. and then as as a partner, we are that person for everybody else. So, yeah, like it's like That's the kids, the, the kids take and take and take all day. The our spouses like, and not that they they are doing it on purpose, but they, don't they mean just it. Yeah. like in anything. Like I don't know, but yeah, I get that. I totally. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm going to now you can go to him and say, I'm an empath and I really need my boundaries and I need some downtime and alone time. So you need to respect that. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Get to kill me. Yeah. He really is. Just kidding. Yeah. He already, he already knows. He already knows. (laughs) Yeah. I like that one. I I do too. Cause it's really, I think that's something that is important to really state to your partner is what you need because as empaths again saying that we don't have boundaries and we are people pleasers we forget to speak up sometimes and it's important to do just that number 10 this is so true empaths are a walking lie detector so sometimes they're um so yes, sometimes there have been times where you were deceived, but you also went against that gut instinct. You knew right from the beginning that it was wrong, and yet you just went ahead with it. And so in hindsight, you look back and go, damn it, I knew it. I knew it. There's always that gut feeling. And so for me, I can always tell if someone's lying because my intuition starts to chirp loud and clear in my head, in my mind. I may not always let on that I know that they're lying because I don't want to call everybody out on their lies because just it's part of human nature. But I can always tell it's hard as a psychic because I do know. I I always know. Always. And I like I said, sometimes I just go, okay, and I just bank it and I go, okay, I know that that was um, not truthful, but that's how they're going to perceive it. So I let it go. Hmm. Number 11 empaths have the most calming effect on others and have the power to heal them. So most empaths that I talk to, almost like 99% of them will say that when someone is upset or they're hurting or they have fallen and gotten hurt, they will literally take their hand and put it on the person's shoulder or their hand and say, it's okay. And instantly they don't even know that they're healing them, but they are. They're automatically giving healing energy to that person and that's such an amazing thing that empaths can do so sometimes um people will tell me that and this is so weird to even say it because i don't want to say it like this in an egotistical way in any way but sometimes people will say to me that you know spending time with me after they've had a really tough day just makes them feel better and they'll say oh you know some you just have the right words and I just, you know, go home and I feel like I've just, um, I feel like a million bucks after talking to you. And I go, really? Like, I don't even know what I said to you. So I don't know why, but people say that. Yeah, I agree with those people. Do you? (laughs) Okay. Yes, I do. (laughs) 
funny. Like I just go, Oh my God, I'm so glad to be that person, you know, but sometimes after the fact I go, Oh God, did I even say the right words to them? You know, I hope I said enough to help them. And yeah. So Hmm. number 12, empaths can never see anyone in pain, whether that be physically or mentally, because they just, it, it really pains us to see anyone struggling. It does. We experience it on such a deep level that you do, you just want to fix everybody. You don't want to see anyone ever struggle. And I think, I feel like as an empath, when someone else is even crying or upset or sad, my heart will actually start hurting and I have to do something. I can't just walk away and say, okay, good luck with that. (laughs) Have a good night. I have to try because that's just part of not just um, my job, but as as a person, as an empath, that's what we want to do is just leave people better than we found them. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, a negative side to being an empath is that (laughs) we are known to have very addictive personalities. And why is that? Because we like to numb everyone else's emotions. And that can be through many different ways. So that could be um, through alcohol, drugs, food, sex, anything. We just end up having some form of addictive behaviors because we gravitate to that to numb all the pain and emotions that we feel from everybody else. So that's a problem. And that's why one of the reasons why we're talking about this tonight is to give everyone the tools and techniques that they can use to protect their energy so that they don't have to turn to those addictions. Yeah. Okay. So, well, since you brought it up, can you tell us how can we protect our own energy? One of the ways that's so, so, so great to use is um, that energetic bubble that we've talked about in other podcasts. So I'll explain it again tonight, but every time you leave your house, It's like you don't go out the door without your underwear on. I never go out the door without a protective bubble on. And that's because I want to protect my aura. Are you laughing about the underwear? Are you going to say some people do go out the door without underwear? That's what you're thinking. I know you. I was going to say, well, (laughs) well, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't go out the door without underwear. underwear. I'm just saying that some people might not. But I get it. Okay. Focus, T. Focus. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So I I go out the door with an energetic bubble around me because I want to protect my aura. I want to make sure at all times that that energy isn't going to penetrate into my physical being, my soul. I will empathize with people and help them, but they can't go past my bubble. Their energy can't penetrate and they can't suck my energy. So what we're going to do is ask your spirit team and your angels to protect you with a bubble of white light. So you imagine a like a seamless bubble, like you would blow a bubble, like a, with a bubble stick. You know, one of those. You're going to put yourself in a white bubble. You're going to put yourself in a pink bubble for love and a purple bubble for psychic protection. So those are the people, like we call them energy vampires, who want to drain your energy, not necessarily um, consciously either. It can be subconscious. Um, a subconscious way of doing it is sucking your energy dry. 
But if you have that purple shield around you and that bubble, it will help protect. Now, that bubble lasts about 12 hours. And so if you're going into a, a place of heavy energy, like a bar or an airport or a, a mall, a concert, redo the bubble. Do it again. So that is a really great one to use as an empath so that we can, I can walk into an airport now because I used to hate going into airports, but I love going into airports now. I find it fascinating because I've got this bubble of light around me that none of that negativity is coming at me. I'm just actually enjoying people watching again and it's lovely. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another thing, um, another tip is to set boundaries with people. And by that, I mean, saying no to stuff because before I would say yes to everything because I didn't want anyone to um, feel bad or I didn't want to let anyone down so I would always say yes of course yes I will yes I will yes I will and then it became that I was so drained that I thought I can't do this so I do set very clear boundaries if someone says hey do you want to go out you know Friday night I'll say actually I'm exhausted I need to recharge I'm sorry but I can't so I'm very strict about my boundaries and I'm also strict about um, setting my time for myself. Like we just talked about that alone time. I really will carve out, even if it's an hour a week where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to take a nice extra long shower or a bath or I actually will go for a walk or whatever it is that clears my energy. I need that alone time. So you need to set that boundary and stick to it. Another thing, um, because people can suck your energy, sometimes they can be um, jealous or maybe wish things upon you that aren't so great if they're mad at you or anything. And so it's important to disconnect from their energy. And by that, I mean sending their energy back to them with love. Like, nope, you cannot spew your energy at me, right? You can also... Choose to walk away from anyone that's trying to take your energy because you can feel it, right? Like with those energy vampires, you can feel when someone's trying to use you or um, take advantage of that kindness that we talked about, right? By giving off, you're giving all this advice and you're helping and you're helping and you're helping. And sometimes people can try to take that energy from you and you have to just walk away and say, enough for now. You need to learn. Also grounding yourself. So that's walking barefoot in the grass, laying, actually sometimes I'll lay right in the grass on my back or my stomach just to ground and bring my energy back into the earth so that I'm one with the earth. Meditation is really good for empaths, so guided meditations, clearing your head, and also wearing protective crystals from people sucking your energy. And those crystals are, you can wear black onyx, um, tourmaline, you can wear... How light, any kind of protective crystal to protect your own energy. That's really good. Wow. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm going to say it right alongside with you, but I do think that that's very important um, <laughs> to learn and to make sure that we're um, putting that bubble around ourselves for sure. But what happens if uh, we forget or I don't know, but what happens if, our energy has been depleted or we do feel all of this and what do we You're do? You're heavy like, or anxious or right. depressed or anything. Yes. Okay. All of it. Well, what I like to do is smudge. So that's the native 
tradition of burning herbs to yes. clear your energy. And for me, I like to not switch smoking it up. the herbs, not burning, the herbs. burning the herbs, people. <laughs> well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so using white sage, blue sage, um, cedar, sap. There's so many different modalities that you can use. For me, I like to use. Um, switch up my modalities because if you use the same one it becomes ineffective so for me I will use white sage one day the next day I will use um, a mix that I call the ghostbuster that I made and it in that is sage cedar sap cloves frankincense myrrh lavender I think I'm missing something but it's such a good mix so that's like when I'm really heavy I will use something that's like that to clear all that negative stuff off of me then the next day I would use palo santo which is the wood that you can burn and that's something I would use when I'm not that heavy but I'm feeling a little rundown so using or a smudge spray to I would use that if I'm feeling just a little bit drained but if I'm really stuck and feeling low or anxious or depressed, I bring out that Ghostbuster mix and I will smudge with that because I, I want everybody's stuff off of me. Mm-hmm. Another good technique is when you're in the shower, because it's important to use intention because without intention, you're just taking a shower. Same with smudging. If you're just, you know, smudging and burning it, you're essentially just burning herbs. If you use intention to clear yourself, that's how it's going to work. So nice. same thing in the shower. You're actually going to wash all of the stuff that's stuck to you. So I imagine that when that water's hitting the top of my head, that it's a beautiful golden light from heaven that is just washing away all and any negative energies. And I ask that it go back down the drain, back to the universe with love, because I want to transmute it. I don't want to send out negative energy because it'll come back to me 10 times. I want to transmute that energy and get it all off of me. Another good one is taking a sea salt bath and baking soda. So you can use Epsom salts. You can use um, table salt. I love to use Himalayan rock salt. You can use sea salt from, they have a good one um, at some of the pharmacies that you can buy in chunks of sea salt. And then a full, like, so I would use one cup of salt and one cup of baking soda. No soaps or anything in the bath no shampoos. You can add a little bit of essential oil if you wish. But as you sit in the tub, you're cleansing your aura, which is wonderful with that baking soda. It does wonders for our our soul. But when you pull the plug, you imagine that everything that's heavy is being sucked off of you back into that drain. Again, back to the universe with love, transmute that energy. That's a really good one. I like doing that, especially for the kids. Because kids, when they go to school, um, they get really heavy energy that they pick up, especially um, ones that are empaths, and they can come home and have crankiness or moods that are just erratic and they're upset and crying. Put them in a tub with one cup of salt, one cup of baking soda, and just imagine that it's washing off of them when you pull Mm -hmm. that plug. It really does wonders for them. Yeah, we've talked about that. We talked about that with our Kids in Spirit um, episode that we did. And we've gotten a little some feedback on that, that the parents are grateful for that tip that you gave us because it really does help recharge our little buggers. It does. Those poor kids, you know, and that's where when mine were like that when they were younger, too. I'd pop them in the tub, no shampoo or anything. And I would just say, here you go. And then I would wash it off of them and they would come out and just sleep well. And yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. 
So another one is um, sending people's energy back to them with love. And we use a technique in Reiki, you know, the Kenyoku in Reiki. And it's actually called dry bathing in English. And what you do is you're actually going to wipe your body. So you start at the top of your head and you are picturing pulling and wiping this energy off of you. So you go over your face, down your neck, down each arm, down your chest, down your stomach, down each leg, as high up as you can on your back and all the way down the backs of your legs. But the entire time, you're, let's just say, for example, someone really upset you or they yelled at you that day. You're going to state their name and you're going to say, I send so-and-so's energy back to them with love. I'm sending so-and-so's energy back to them with love. Because what happens is when someone is angry with us or jealous of us or you know, frustrated with, with us or irritated, they will spew their energy at you into your aura. And next thing you know, it's all over you. And trust me, I'm sure you can say the same to you in Reiki. We see it. It's in your aura. And so what we do is we're the ones in Reiki wiping it off. But if you're not having Reiki done, you can do it yourself is wipe that energy back to someone with love, transmute it, get it off of you. And trust me, this tip really works. Yeah. Another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Love it. Me too. Another one um, that I especially love to use is going for a walk, a walk in nature. To me, I'm a tree hugger. I just am that person. I love going out and spending time with when I see butterflies and I smell the fresh air and I feel the energy off the leaves of the trees like they're alive and it feels so recharging. And I find that when I do feel heavy, sometimes I will go out to the forest and I just oh, like put my arms out to the air. And, you know, usually there's wind, which I love. And I ask the spirit winds to just clear my energy of anything negative, And I just feel like a new woman. It's amazing. Mm. Now, one I don't like, and I'm not going to lie, but it's exercise. Exercise is so good for an empath and to clear your energy, but I hate it. Like I do. I love walking, <laughs> but I'm not the person that's going to go and like lift weights and stuff. It's just not me. I just find it. Um, I just don't like it. To be honest. <laughs> that's okay. You know, just, you know, just eat your cake. I'm being a, exactly. I was just talking about that today again. Eat the cake. I love to eat the cake. And yes, I'll go for a walk, yada, yada. But I, I'm just not the person that's going to just be, you know, regimental in doing exercise. But I do know that it is wonderful for the soul. So if you can do your exercise routines and as you're burning off, you know, they say calories, but you're actually burning off energy. So it does work. I just choose to eat the cake and go for a walk in nature. That's my way of doing it. That's why I love you. Um, This is one that we just talked about earlier. And again, so important for you, so important for me, but is to disconnect and spend time alone to recharge. Because I think, especially life is just so busy all the time and we get so caught up in, I got to get this done, that done, this done, that done. And the next thing you know, it's like bedtime and you're laying down in bed and you go, my God, I'm just so drained. Carve out that time. Like I said, I will carve out time, even if it's just an hour to just be alone or go for that walk. Or sometimes I just want to sit in silence. I'll come into my healing room and just sometimes even you know, turn the waterfall on in here, the little water fountain and light a candle, not even music and just sit and just be here. And I feel like that is one of the best things we can do as empaths is to 
have that alone time away from people just to recharge your own energy without feeling like you've got to recharge the people around you as well because that's draining in itself right yeah so T why don't you explain to everyone what you felt like before you actually learned all these like tools and techniques how it felt as an empath to have all this energy around you as opposed to now oh well I mean back in the day I actually had no idea what an empath was I didn't know I knew nothing about this so I always you know I was always known to be um uh, and again, I'm not trying to be egotistical or anything like that, but people always did want to hang out with me and be around me. And I was always known to be like the life of the party. And and I never really understood like why, yeah, I'd be so excited to go out. I'd be so happy to be out. And then it would be, it was almost like instant it, where I'd be like, yeah, like, oh God, like what's wrong with me? And I actually yeah. thought that something was wrong with me. Like, am I depressed? Like why... Why was I so happy like two minutes ago and now I'm not and like I feel sad or I feel uh, whatever all of I felt a thousand emotions and I couldn't explain it. And so yeah it wasn't until I discovered Reiki and you that I actually understood that these all these emotions that I was feeling weren't mine like I had picked it up from everybody else that was around me. Love that. Yeah. And I love that you're saying that I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, now coming to understand that and knowing Mm -hmm. how to protect myself, like I, I can honestly say that I really do, like, I love the fact that I can be that person for everybody else because I do know how to protect myself and I am able to give without, without taking it on. That's right. So I can just give the advice or I will just listen and I'm, I like that and I'm okay with that. And it's only because I've learned to shield myself with right. the bubble. And like, I'll have friends talk to me about that stuff all the time. And I say, make sure you bubble yourself. So my friends are very aware of the bubble. And, and it's working, uh, isn't it? And it's working. For and them. so, um, yeah, I think that um, I'm a whole different person because now, I don't know. I, I don't know. Can I, I ask you this? Actually, I want to ask you this. Your son had some, he was so sensitive to energies at the school. Yes. And uh, maybe you can share that because I think that might help others with their own children. Yeah. Um, So I think we did, we've, I may have told this story in a couple episodes. I don't know, but my. Say it um, again. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to it one more time, people. (laughs) My middle guy um he's a highly sensitive little man and um I would drop him off at preschool and he would be so excited to go and then we would get there and it was terrifying for him like he could not he couldn't let go of me and he was like terrified or you know he would go into the school and be totally fine and then I would pick him up and how was your day? And it was so fun and it was awesome. And then we'd get home and it was complete meltdown. And I'm like, what the heck happened? You had the best day at school. Well, it, again, not until I learned these tips and tricks from you that the guy is just picking up on everybody everything. else's energy, Poor even guy. everything. So 
when I learned about this bubble and I was very careful and very adamant about every time he left the car on our way to school, I put this bubble around him and it seriously has changed his little life because oh, he so feels, fun. yeah, he just He's so feels adorable. <laughs> better, confident. Exactly. So yeah, that's my little guy. <laughs> love that. I love that tip though, because I think again, for parents out there that are listening, I think, I would say that that bubble really does change lives and not only for yourself, but for your children, the ones that are sensitive, the ones that are, you know, complaining about not wanting to go to school or they're feeling scared or even if they do go to school and they were happy, but they come home and they, like you said, unleashing, they're having a meltdown and you're like, what is wrong with you? It's because they've picked up like a sponge everybody's emotions, all the emotions of the day, the classroom, the school, the staff, and they don't know what to do with it. And that's where that um, also, if they do have a day like that, put them in the tub, get them in that and clear their aura, smudge them, use a spray, burn the herbs, whatever you got to do, but clear their energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Oh my gosh, Karina. Well, that was... That really was an important (laughs) one. one. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, that was really good. So, my people, I just really want you guys to know and take from this tonight is that, you know, we talked in the context about being a healer. However, you can be an empath without even having this label um, of being a healer. Maybe like pay attention to these uh, traits that Karina mentioned and just see like, do I fall into this category? And if you do, use some of these tricks and just know that you can protect yourself. You can go out into the real world and just stay in your own little bubble, energy bubble, let's say. And the biggest thing, you guys, is if you are an empath Oh my gosh, just do what you have to do to recharge. We love helping people as empaths, but we cannot give to others if we're depleted. So take your walk, be alone, uh, sit in silence or blare the music or whatever you have to do to fill your own cup, do it. And you need a little vitamin T? I got you. (laughs) Curry (laughs) that. Don't laugh at that. I tell people all the time about my vitamin C. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. That's cute. I just had no idea. I never heard it. I've never given you vitamin T? Oh, my gosh. You're going to get a double no. dose. All right. You guys, that's it for tonight. T's going crazy over here. Again, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Divine Messages podcast. I am T, and together with Karina, we want to say thank you, good night, and we'll see you next time. Karina, yep. see you later. Yeah. Woo! Please bear in mind (laughs) that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on our own interpretation. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.